the governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a hawkeye. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the pot of Rosedale Bronze Pig full of hot takes. Eric, Eric, Eric. How the turntables have turned. Hey, Ben, question for you. Incredible. Okay. Oh, no. You you go ahead. No, no. No, give me me your bit first. Let's hear your bit, buddy. (laughs) No, my my bit was just, does your team, is your team the champion of the $5 Broken Bits chair trophy? Because my team is. That is the dumbest. Can we just take a minute to acknowledge the crappiest rivalry trophy in all of sports? It's the dumbest thing. Apparently, I did a little investigating. It started as like a Twitter thing. So this the whole rivalry is just like a Twitter battle between just dorks on Twitter dork, trying to make it seem like, like Goldie and the fucking Cornhusker people like it's so dumb. But anyways, you go ahead. You were about to. No, uh, you're. I don't want to rain on your parade. Well, no, it's you, you can't. There's nothing you could say that would be rain. I've got a massive umbrella. You can try to do whatever. I'm blocked. I'm safe. So I recall somebody who just didn't have any interest in picking Iowa. Didn't want the points. No point. No no chance. Going to West Lafayette. What would be the point of picking the high? I just can't think of a single. Oh, oh wait. Spencer Peters is a good quarterback. Was now, that right? me or was that you? Are you it was, doing it a was bit? both of us. Okay. It was both of us. It was both of us. It was both of us. We were both like, uh, I don't think Iowa has a chance here. We I, even I remember a certain podcaster saying, this weekend could decide whether or not Iowa still has a chance in the Big Ten West, and it certainly did. Yeah, shook shook out that way. Huge win for Iowa. Huge loss by Illinois. It's it's let's go. I mean, this is this is all. It might all come down to the pot of roast or the. Yeah, check out Ross's article on uh, Go Iowa Awesome if you want it clearly laid out what needs to happen for the Gophers to win the Big Ten West for Iowa to win the Big Ten West. Uh, the biggest thing is cheer for Purdue this weekend against Illinois. You really need that. Unless you think somehow Illinois might lose to Northwestern, you really, really want Illinois to lose to Purdue. That's going to open the door way Yeah, because even if they lose to – they play Michigan still, right? Yeah, they play Michigan, which is a likely loss. But, but it's still, they still hold the tiebreaker over everybody, right? Yeah, they have to lose twice. They have three yeah. games left. They need to lose twice, and they play Purdue, Michigan, Northwestern. And Northwestern is dog shit. So which is the Gophers' the opponent. This weekend, yeah, it's it's going to be. I think the the Gophers do one thing well: it's annihilate crappy football teams, except Nebraska. But we'll get to that. Well, Nebraska's hung in on other people, but yeah, I mean that was yeah. We we'll get to it. But so how are just honestly how how are you feeling? Are you turned around? Is your whole is did the sunshine turn on for you? It's all the offense is actually decent. It's shocking. I've never seen a team go from so terrible. You just I mean, did. You didn't have faith in your guy Ference. He was good. no. I did. I didn't and don't have faith in Brian. And you no, know, Wisconsin's got a real defense. Minnesota's got a real defense. So those, it's not going to look so good the next week. But they actually improved. It's it's impossible to deny. Caleb Johnson against maybe, maybe the, the best quarterback in the Big Ten. Yeah, it, the wind was swirling. It was very difficult sure. to pass the ball. Not for yeah. Spencer Peters. Let's point out that Spencer Peters had no problem dropping dimes all over the field. But for Aiden O'Connell, yeah, he struggled. <clears throat> He passed the ball a ton. They force-fed it to Charlie Jones, and he got some volume stats, but it didn't work out that well. They threw it to him 19 times, and he only caught like 10 passes. Yeah, it's not that's not great. That's not really a well, way to Petrus win. Well, Petrus only goal. completed like 10 passes, but okay. 
What are his numbers? Let's read them. Should we read them? 13 for 23. So, sorry. Okay. I, I slighted him three. I, although Charlie Jones had 11 receptions, not oh, 10. Oh, got it. Thank you. No, I want to be precise. Very yeah. important to be precise. Yeah, words matter, Ben. Words matter. Well, you know, Kirk basically packed it in when I went up 24 to 3. He's like, all right, we're done. We're up three touchdowns, and Purdue's not going to be able to do jack shit against us, and they couldn't. They were, they were helpless. They could not score the ball. They could not move the ball. It was wonderful. It was gorgeous. Uh, it, it was the most effective Iowa's defense has ever been against Purdue in the Jeff Brom era. It was, it was great. I guess I didn't um, watch it. I was watching the Gopher game around at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife... And that had, game was more fun to watch. She was, wasn't mean, watching it. We watched some highlights when she had a activity, so she, she watched it afterwards. So we watched a little bit of the highlights. But there weren't, weren't many other, other than the long runs by Iowa. No, I well, that, no, it wasn't even just long runs. Uh, so the first well, touchdown. Well, first highlights. No, for highlights, it, I'm not. I'm not being facetious. Their first touchdown drive was like a 41 yard pass to Sam Laporta, a 14 yard pass to Sam Laporta, and then like another 20 yard pass to Sam Laporta for a touchdown for Iowa's first. He touchdown got all drive. three of his catches on that one drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. He destroyed him on that drive. Yeah. Absolutely. That was the Sam Laporta drive. Okay. Um. Then he threw. I mean, Spencer Peters threw two touchdown passes. It's the first time. It's the first time he's thrown a touchdown pass on the road in over a year, Eric. Wow. I think you have to go back to Maryland 2021, the last time that happened, which is nuts. But, he, I mean, he played well. The guy was Locking benched was last week. Two weeks or ago. two weeks yeah. ago. Sorry. But Caleb Johnson's great. He might be the best running back Kirk's ever had, maybe. What? That's in contention. Sean Green? Maybe. No? Might be. Well, that's his competition. If he can match Sean Green... Or even be close for three years or two and a half. It's a good spot to be in. He's he's great. He had one forty yard run, which is almost all him. Just is he? He's a, like a redshirt freshman or something like I think that. He's a true freshman. True freshman? Somebody can okay. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think so. I mean, he's dude's fast and elusive and. Where was that all season? Well, why was he? Did he not get carries? Uh, he didn't. He was third on the depth chart to start the year. So he slowly worked his way in. And I guess the other guys are injured. Maybe this might be a situation where you can get so, paranoid again. So all, all along, they had this unbelievable just jet of a running back sitting on the bench, not getting carries while this offense he got, was he got some, lumbering they, they, their they way game after game. Doesn't that frustrate you a little bit? Like, of course. Of course. They okay. did a timeshare. Everybody is watching like, why is Caleb Johnson not getting more carries? He's clearly the best running back. Like even after, basically by the Nevada game, it was like, it's Caleb Johnson. He's the dude. He's the guy that should get as many carries, and he should get targets in the screen game and wheel routes and all the other fun stuff. No, he's the dude. It was. It was. It's. I, I'm shocked. I thought they were going to go so back to being Spencer terrible. Petrus has jumped all the way up to 116 in the QBR rankings. See, there we go. Getting out of the gutter based on the last couple yeah. games. I, yeah, I mean, sure. Well, where's where's Tanner Morgan at these days? Oh boy, don't get me started on Tanner That's Morgan. Since you want to talk trash about my my guy Spencer Sutton. Uh, Tanner Morgan is down to 58. Oh, he is. So. He's crazy. Well, he's still in the top 100, but, you know. Well, we're getting there. I mean, we'll get to it. He may yeah, not throw another pass. we got a quarterback but... in the Twin Cities, yeah. Well, no, I mean, it was a great defensive performance. No, the, the weekend could not have worked out better for both of our teams. No, uh, I mean, at the, the end, at the end, um, you know, yeah, Illinois losing was just gigantic. And they they lost. I, I watched a lot of that game. They did not look great, which is well, shocking because they've been you, dominant. Well, if you can shut down the running game and force them to pass, just like everybody else in the Big Ten West is like, oh, you're going to make this team play from behind and have to throw the ball? 
Oh, that's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. So Iowa's got a couple gigantic games. Oh, these are well. I mean, if Iowa loses to Wisconsin, sure, the Big Ten West title hopes Big Ten title games are it's yeah. Cool. Right. Just I mean, like with got, Minnesota. They're in they're in playoff mode right now. They got to win out basically. Well, so does so do Minnesota. So does Minnesota. Sure. Well, yeah, but Minnesota doesn't play Wisconsin next weekend. But yes. But I mean, they're both in the next three games. You got a game against Iowa and Wisconsin. Iowa's got games against Minnesota and Wisconsin. But if Illinois wins this weekend, it's kind of moot, right? I mean. Yeah, well, that, you got to hope for a miracle yeah, against Northwestern. That's true. Yeah. That's it. Uh, so you can hope it's not mathematically eliminated, but yeah, you got you got to got to get that Boilermaker hat on. Um, no, I, I, it's just fun. It's been two weeks of really, really fun football. It's the best Iowa's offense has looked in back-to-back games in two years, probably. They're actually moving the football. Every year, Kirk Ferentz, the, the teams get better. I guess, Every but year. like, Every, but that's why did the they most, start out as a, so... As a non-Iowa fan, that's the most frustrating thing about Iowa is every year they get better, and they peak at the end of the season, and well, it's, it's so frustrating. it's frustrating as well, because why do they have to play so bad for so long? I mean... If they could have gotten anything against Illinois, I was in the driver's seat, right? I mean, they lost to Illinois by a field goal. They beat Illinois. Very different feeling. All of a sudden, Iowa's you know, six and four, and they're firm control of the division. They could probably lose one of these last three games and still control their own fate. Instead, well, or it's say Iowa State too. I mean, I know you're. Well, talking that one Big doesn't Ten, matter with the Big yeah. Ten. Yeah, I mean, that, well, no, they could have won that game easily. That was a game very much for the taking, yeah. but they had to be so bad. I mean. And this isn't even like incremental improvement. This is like they've just been terrible to all of a sudden like everything clicked and now they're they're decent. And it makes you think like if you have this the whole time, Iowa would be a powerhouse. This isn't like the most explosive offense you've ever seen in your life. But 24 points is more than enough for this defense. I mean, they just they just choked the life out of the Purdue offense. It was, it was gorgeous. But, I mean, there's not a lot to say when it's just an incredible blowout. And Iowa's got a great running back. He's getting – he's now at the top of the depth chart. Awesome. Fantastic. Spencer Petrus is playing cool as a cucumber two weeks in a row. Offensive line is blocking. It's all working. It's great. But your game was a lot more dicey. I mean, we were talking, hey, this isn't a game the Gophers can lose. They, they just can't fumble this away. This Nebraska team's terrible. And Gophers were down 10 to nothing at the 10 half. 10 nothing right? at halftime. They couldn't move the ball. Tanner Morgan looked completely helpless. And it looked yeah. like this was going to be just, you know, Nebraska's going to score another touchdown coming out of the halftime. And the game's going to be over is the way I felt. I think I even maybe texted you or tweeted it or something about how, like, this is just Minnesota sports. Why are we so bad at sports? All well, of our teams. Being, you're whining about Minnesota. Well, you're like, my, my, now Timberwolves, my Timberwolves look like a complete disaster. But yes. the Vikings own the NFC North. They're the, going to win the NFC North falling into it they are not a great team you know i don't know how this this is like the worst 7-1 team in the history of the nfl but uh, that's the joke i made last that's the joke i made on twitter yeah, well, you're right one team of all time i don't i was joking they're they're at least a decent team dynamic yeah, offense they're, they're winning these one score games which okay i have a question we could talk about college football but i have a i have an nfl question it's it's about what happened in the game so it's a strategy thing so i guess it would apply to college football so uh, let me set the stage for you. Vikings are tied. Uh, they have the ball. It was like 17-17 or something like that. They have the ball with like two minutes left in the game. They're on the goal line. It's third down. Uh, they don't get don't get the touchdown. So then they line up to kick the field goal to go up by three points. Uh, there's a penalty. I think uh, the other team uh, jumped over. The commander's guy jumped over the center or something like that, which is a penalty. So they get the 
a whole new set of downs, right? So it's first and goal on like the three yard line with two and a half minutes left, say, call it, right? And what they do is they they run plays. They don't try to score. They hand the ball <laughs> off to Delvin Cook and they just move over to the hash mark and, and make them burn their timeouts. And so they run it all the way down to like 20 seconds left. It's third and whatever, third and three on the three yard line. And they just basically kneel it to set up mm-hmm. for the field goal. I, I hate that strategy. They, but were they able to kick the field goal as time expired? Like, was there two seconds left when they kicked the field goal or whatever? There was like 20 seconds left. Oh, so you said they're down. So, okay. So they got the clock down to 20 seconds, kicked in, basically tried to say. Burned all of the commander's timeouts. Timeouts and burned the rest of the clock up to the last 20 seconds. But so they, the commanders they are going to get the ball back. Yes, they don't have any timeouts. There's only going to be like 20, 30 seconds left. But they're going to get the ball back. I, I hate that. Well, one, because you could miss the field goal, and then you're going into overtime. Two, you could give them the ball back. They could score a miracle touchdown. You could lose the game. I just, I hate, I hate, just score a touchdown. Like, literally just score a touchdown. You and I have had this argument Make before, them go so. the full length of the field. You know, say there's, say there's two minutes left, or a minute and a half left. Make them go the full length of the field, no timeouts. You're up by seven. I would take that every time rather than a field goal to win the game. And maybe this is my my wife told me. She's like, this is your bias because the Vikings kickers have screwed well, you, you I, so I've many this times. Point. Yes, you have PTSD, so you can't think rationally about field goals. The question is about the time and the math. 20 seconds is iffy. So, like, if you can get it to where you're tied and you're kicking a field goal to win the game and that's the last play that happens... Yes, that's the smartest thing to do. Why wouldn't you just you're, try to score off. a touchdown? Because if you leave time left on the clock, the other team can score a touchdown. If there's no time on the, on the clock, the worst that happens is you go to overtime, you still have a chance to win it. And you're almost certainly going to make the kick. I know you don't think that because you're a Vikings fan, but you're almost guaranteed to make the kick. And in the event that you don't, all that happens is you go to overtime. Well, unless it's so blocked and then they run it back. or I mean, there's, What there if is... you go for a touchdown and they fumble it and return it for a touchdown? What then, Eric? Sure, I mean, you can do this scenario. The odds are when you're that close, you can go a little further back, and the odds of so the this kick. weekend, same scenario, Hawkeyes against Wisconsin, they're tied, they they have the ball. You you rather them just run the clock down and kick the field goal. You don't if want them to try to, to score a touchdown. If there's enough to make the last play of regulation is them kicking a field goal to win it, and worst case scenario tie it, yes. And under those specific conditions, 20 seconds is I guess sort of iffy. The commander still no, it's not. It's not Carson Wentz. Who was the commander's quarterback? Wen- Wenke, 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 some, some guy like who maybe doesn't strike fear into your heart. Yeah, yeah not, you're not start giving the ball back to Aaron Rodgers. Although, like again, if it was, I, I'd still take score, score a touchdown, do it. But you might not score anyway. You understand? Like you could also the, have it a was turnover. first and goal on the three yard line. Like you should be able to score so do that. You, do you pass or do you run? No, you run it three straight. If you don't, if you don't get it on third down, then kick the field goal. Sure. You run the clock down. You do the same thing. Do the exact same thing. You try to run the, but you just try to score. Like try to score a touchdown. No, see, I disagree if the score is tied and you can get the clock down to zero or what? what, what Maybe on first left. down you do that so they have to burn their last time out or run the clock down. But on second and third down, try to score a touchdown. Run. You don't pass it. You run the ball. But whatever. I mean, this is total digression from no, but I, the pot I, I think, roast. Tale. I think the math of it absolutely. It's fine. The math of it absolutely says. If there's no time left for the other team to do anything with the ball, 
kick the field goal. But the math was such that there would guarantee that they would get the they would you have to kick off and they'd get a few. Well, at that least gets a, a little play. iffy. <clears throat> that gets iffy. I mean, the odds of missing the field goal versus the odds of them getting a miracle touchdown to lose it, or I mean, the odds of missing the field goal are the, the odds of making the miracle play are much smaller than the odds of missing the field goal. I mean, th- there's almost certainly not going to be a miracle touchdown. Um, you're more likely to miss the field goal and then they get the ball back first in town. I mean, anyway, I don't know. I, I don't think there's any reason to be particularly worried. You're, you're taking no, the other I just, I don't like it. I didn't like it. I don't like that strategy. I know we talked about this with like the Iowa-Penn State game a few years ago. The yes, Iowa I think lost. the exact same scenario. And I like, think yeah. in some cases the defense would actually let them score. Well, you know, that happens like, at some yeah. point. Depends on on yeah what it is. Who's the coach? Because they don't want to burn their timeouts, and then they'd have a chance to tie it up. You know, Belichick has done this before, right. I think, where you let him score, and you've also seen the spot where like the running back runs the ball, downs it on the one yard line or something like that, or, yeah. or he tries to stop himself and accidentally yeah. falls into the end zone. Like, oh shoot, I shouldn't score. The math I think suggests run the clock down to so there's no time left. Kick the field goal. Win. The what game. if? What if? Uh, again, total tangent here. What if you're down? So what if it's a situation where you're down you by try to score two to points? Down. You're down by two points. Field goal wins the game still, but miss the field goal, you lose the game. I mean that 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 math becomes different. I mean some folks would still try to kick the field goal, and if you had a great field goal, in front I think of your I think teams. some would too. But again, man, and I don't I'm, and I don't trust Iowa's goal line offense. I, I mean, like oh, I want them to run into the teeth of Wisconsin's incredible rush defense, and maybe get a. Fumble, but Petrus can QB sneak a two yard. Iowa is still literally, literally the worst red zone team in college football. I mean, for all of this offensive explosion, they they're still uh, they got they had one red zone possession. They had the ball first and goal from the one, and they went backwards three straight times. Literally, two players ran into each other. Yeah, I think I so think we watched that that play. It was play. comically bad. They're they are literally the worst red zone offense in the country. So no, I I don't really want Iowa putzing around. I mean, that's a special case because Iowa's offense is so bad. And I trust the kicker, Drew Stevens, is really good. But that's a lot trickier because in that scenario, you got to think about all these other like, okay, so if we score the touchdown, we're up, we're up. You probably go for two more than three. You know, either yeah, way, you're yes, up. You by take more away than the three. field goal. They can't get a field goal to come back. They have scored a touchdown, but if they score a touchdown, you lose the game. But if you yeah. score the touchdown quickly, then they have time on the clock and sure. they can score a touchdown. And you got to do all this crazy scenario but I, stuff. I let my defense. I'll, I'll put my especially if it's have, Iowa. Put my defense up against any team there. Well, it depends. Uh, if it's Ohio State's offense, maybe I don't because they have one of the best quarterbacks and they're super explosive. But um, so, or Tanner depends. Morgan, either one. Well, if it's Tanner Morgan, I say it doesn't matter. What if it's uh, Galifianakis, the or whatever his name is? Well, we got to talk. But let's let's segue into that because we uh, is Tanner Morgan is he taking another snap in the Twin Cities? Uh, so I the I haven't seen any update. I read an article from yesterday that just basically outlines that there is this controversy now. Like, what do you do? And it, it broke down like how stagnant the offense was before Morgan went out. So yeah, if you, if you don't know, Morgan got hurt. I think it was at the end of halftime. Or is this another fake injury situation? Well, I don't know. My the, tinfoil hat there on? wasn't a clear injury. Like I didn't see, there wasn't a play where it's like, Oh, he was clearly Did he never injured. fully heal from the last injury. When he got punched the or indication whatever? was some sort of upper body injury. I think is what the designation was likely something with his head. Cause he had a concussion two weeks ago or whatever. And, and, didn't play. Um, I think there's definitely maybe some conspiracy to it that he, I mean, he was playing awful, like literally so let's, trash. Let's give people the number. So he was six for eight for 38 yards, which is like 
Okay, you, you complete 75% of your passes. There were, and there the were some drop passes in there, too. Very short, though. You're, you're not right. throwing the ball deep at all, if no. those are your numbers. You are throwing really close to the line of scrimmage. He, it was all it was all checked down. They right. would do they would do those, uh, which I just absolutely hate the read pass options with this offense, where he 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 takes it and he passes it on all of the worst time. And that's actually the um, Galifianakis guy. What's it, Kella Kella Kaliak Manis Kaliak Manis Kaliak Manis is yeah. how I'd say. It. Yeah, I don't I don't know. He's gonna be yeah. Galifianakis for me from now on, but. Anyway, right. so, so, he made but, better – it's decision-making. Is That's always been my issue with Tanner Morgan is he never makes the right read on those plays, and you're giving him so much responsibility to like, okay, I'm reading, and you know, this is a run play. This should be a pass play, and he never makes the right read. He hands the ball off when there's like three guys in his face. He passes it when it's clearly an open you know lane for the running back. So he just – he never makes the right de- decision, but Kaliak Manis seemed to – Make the right decision, and he's he was throwing deep balls at third down. And that's exactly his numbers really suggest he's six for twelve, right? Only fifty yeah. percent, but one hundred and thirty-seven yards. He's just taking deep shots, and there was some, one like, play he had, he didn't throw it to the tight end, and instead forced it to the receiver. It was like, dude, the tight if you lob it to the tight end, he gets like sixty yards. There that was one play. It was like, God, what a it was like third down too. It was like, oh man, that was a big mistake. But he sure. otherwise he looked sharp. He was. He's not afraid either. He was threading the ball and he was making some risky passes, but with confidence. I I really, I really like the way he played. Was taking sacks a lot. I mean, he had negative, negative twenty eight rushing yards off of five carries again. Yeah, sack he took a lot of carry. hits. Yeah, he took but a lot he, of hits. But 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 Ethan Kaliak, man, as he he had three carries for twenty seven yards. Mm-hmm. So that's so, the same. He, he would he would t- sometimes do the read option and take it himself. He would hand the ball off. Uh, just overall, really good decision making. Also, again, the offense decided. Let, you know, we have this great running back, maybe the greatest in the history of the school. Let's give him the ball more, and that's sure. what they did. Is like second half, like let's just let him run. He would get eight yards every time he carried the ball, and you know he had 128 and two scores, like 32 carries. My gosh, yeah. this dude, that's a lot of carries. They're killing him. I mean, <laughs> they're just destroying his body, but he's. He's dominant when when he gets. I mean, he, he gets three or four extra yards every carry. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and then they came back and and won the game. It was it was a complete turnaround. They were down ten nothing. So let's assume scored twenty Tanner points. Morgan's healthy. He's healthy. Gets the all clear from a doctor who's not paid under the table by PJ Fleck to lie. Does Tanner Morgan start against the Northwestern? I Wildcats? think he does. I I would think. They're gonna. They're not gonna clear him against Northwestern, given that it should be an easy win. You should be able to win with your backup redshirt freshman quarterback, and give him another week. And if Kaliak Manis is dominant, I don't. Tanner Morgan doesn't play again. I don't think. Oh, so okay. So you're not bringing Tanner Morgan to help back help with the, those Hawkeyes. They're gonna be coming to. What's he gonna do? He's gonna do the same little stupid drop down, check down yeah, he'll passes. Be to, he'll be scared to pass deep against, uh, you know, the best defense on a yards per play basis in the entire college football. The Hawkeyes. Oh, he'll be he'll be scared for sure. Yards per play. That's the advanced stat you're going with. Well, do you think that's meaningless? Do you hear that and think that doesn't indicate anything? No, relevant? it's just you. You found one that I was top in, and you you. Clearly... I was top, and I'm just about any stat. I was top. Not five, points top 10. against. Are, are they top 15? How far does Iowa fall if you go points against? They've dominated in just about every game except Ohio Illinois State. is better than them for points against. I didn't by say like, there's no teams better than Iowa. I said 
Where Minnesota would has a better points against so that's than two. Iowa. Where would Iowa rank in a points per game basis? Okay, they're third in the Big Ten. Then I guess you're okay, right. Okay. Yeah, they're probably in the top ten, definitely the top fifteen. And again, they had to play Ohio State, which oh, good for Illinois and Minnesota. You didn't have to play Ohio State, but whatever, that's fine. And my point is, in, in most stats, Iowa's defense. No, it's just I found it interesting. You found the one that you know that they're first in. And by SP plus, they're probably second or third. I could find plenty where they're top ten. I just thought that was fun. Okay. And they held. I mean, how many? Wait, remind me, how many points did Minnesota hold? Purdue too. What was, uh, what was that total? They lost to Purdue. Was it three? Was it three? Nope, Purdue put up twenty against the Gophers. Oh, weird. Okay, one of those numbers is is smaller than the other one. I don't know. I was like three. I guess I'd rather my defense hold Purdue to three than Gophers three. shut out Rutgers. Uh, they scored ten on Iowa. So. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. All right. Oh, if we're do if we're doing this stupid game, I don't know. Because I'm excited Iowa's yards per play is the best in all of college football. It's even better than like... All I got to say is this uh, Floyd or Rosedale game is going to be legit. It's going to be awesome. I, re- yeah. I really hope Illinois loses and and everybody else wins. And it's... I mean, this is going to... that'll so be you like want, a, you want Iowa to win and Minnesota to win, so there's a lot of juice yeah, for this Floyd so there's, game? Everything's riding on... Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're you're one well, you hate Wisconsin anyway. So yeah, you're cheering for Iowa this weekend. Absolutely, okay. yes. Okay, down with the Badgers. Okay, all right. Do we have game times? I was just wondering if Iowa's uh, at two thirty. Um, okay. I don't know what time your Gophers play. Uh, where is that? So well, fine. It's right here. You guys play uh two thirty as well. Okay. And the big. Oh, there aren't night games. It's November, so 2.30 is the latest it goes. So that's either 11 or 2.30 for each of these games. But Purdue, Illinois, we'll know by the time our teams play whether Illinois is one or not. And Illinois is currently six-and-a-half-point favorites against Purdue. That's not uh, much at home. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, no, it's not It's not that much. They were like 17-point favorites against Michigan State and yeah. not only didn't cover but, but lost uh, by a touchdown. So who knows? It's possible. Um, Aiden O'Connell has a bounce back game, maybe with not swirling wind and one of the best pass defenses. I don't know. Maybe Illinois' offensive struggles continue. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll be able to watch and and get excited, and get pumped. Meanwhile, I mean, this is ridiculous. Ohio State is a 40-point favorite over Nina. This is not apropos of anything, but that, that's just. I don't think it's the biggest line I've seen, but it's got to be one of the biggest that's, lines. That's a history. huge line, Jesus. That is such so crazy. Indiana I, is three and one and five in the conference. They've so. only beaten Illinois. Yeah. That's their only Big Ten win. Which is for Illinois, man. You know they have lost to those teams too. They're well, they, they I mean they do the Iowa thing. They yeah. kind of play close games, and if they don't get some runs or they make a couple of mistakes on defense, all of a sudden they have to play behind from behind, and it's like, oh, you can't do the thing where you just chase Brown, just runs over everybody. With the quarterback occasionally throwing play action passes, you got to do things a little differently, and that doesn't work so well. And maybe Michigan State isn't as terrible as I thought they were. I mean, they're four and five; they're not great, but you know, maybe they're okay. They're gonna they're gonna beat Rutgers, so they're probably gonna make a bowl game. It's looking like yeah, things are trending that way. For I mean, Michigan the Gophers State. beat them thirty four seven. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay. I'm proud. I mean, Iowa beat Purdue twenty four to three. So we can do the the crossing game, but we're, we're gonna, yeah, we just got to build up some of the trash talk. I mean, I hope Iowa beats Wisconsin. Iowa's beaten Wisconsin once in the last 
we have to go all the way back. So it's starting from 2010. Uh, Iowa's beaten Wisconsin once since 2010. So it hasn't been great, but it's basically it's basically a pick'em. Yeah, point and a half is what I see. It's kind of switched. I've seen I've seen Wisconsin be favored by one, one and a half. I've seen Iowa favored by one, depending on where and when you got your bet in. But it's whatever. I mean, this is this is about as coin flippy as it gets. What's the the Heartland Trophy? Is that what they it's play? A, yeah, it's a bull. They call it the it's called the bull because the Heartland Trophy. It's like a high, the High V Trophy or something like that, isn't it? No, am I thinking of something else? That was that. There used to be uh, the Cyhawk Trophy used to be like sponsored by Hy-Vee. Or is that the one against Nebraska? Is it no? No, it could be the Hy-Vee Heroes game. Maybe it might be okay. Nebraska. Yeah. It's not Wisconsin. It's the I don't. Know, it's the Heartland Trophy. It's a big bull playing for the bull. If that cares. It's not a bull. Is it's it's okay. It's not the pig, but it's it's okay. It's not it's the five dollar br- bits of broken chair. Is there trophy. literally a bit of broken chair? Like did somebody smash a chair? And that's the trophy? Uh, there, well, I, there is a trophy that's like a broken chair sitting on a thing that has an M and an N on it. Okay, but it's not like a little book. It's just like a trophy of a broken chair. Okay. Yes, yeah. It's I the dumbest know. thing. I. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we got some... Okay. Uh, let's talk our Big Ten West Power Rankings because we had a shakeup a little bit, I think. You and I disagreed about Wisconsin. You thought Purdue was a little better than I did. Did Iowa just beating the pants off of Purdue in West Lafayette? Did that change and shake your confidence in Purdue a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm dropping them below. Probably not below. Yeah, I mean, below Wisconsin and Minnesota now. Okay. So you have Purdue's at five, right? You put them ahead of Nebraska and then Northwestern? Yes. Yeah, I actually put Iowa ahead of them, too. Well, yeah, it would make sense. It would be yeah. pretty weird to be like, I think Purdue's better than Iowa. Well, Iowa okay. doesn't have a signature win. They haven't Who really. Does, who's Purdue's signature win? Who's Wisconsin's signature? I mean, the Big Ten West yeah, sucks. They haven't beaten true. any of the good team. I mean, like, well, Illinois is yeah. the only good team uh, at this point. So Michigan State has a signature win, but Minnesota doesn't have a signature win. I mean, no, but they win. have a better overall record. Sure. I mean, again, I think Minnesota's better than Purdue. I just, I don't think it's controversial. You put them at five. But they lost. I mean, they lost to them, so that's that's a tricky. tricky we did thing. that. I mean, I, I'm willing yeah. to say that that was more of a fluke because Ibrahim wasn't playing. I mean, obviously, yeah, you take that's Amadi, a factor. Minnesota sucks on offense. Their their defense is still good, but they just become completely incapable of moving the ball, especially with Tannenberg. Maybe with the Galifian. So who do you, you call who do you put two at uh, number two? Well, I, you know, it's I, I put Wisconsin, but maybe with this quarterback, if they can get somebody who's better than Tanner Morgan, then it'd be Minnesota. I mean, those are the two teams fighting for the number two spot from how I see it. Wisconsin, really so that Wisconsin beat Purdue then and Maryland. So in yeah, and decisively they, they lost to Michigan State too, though. I mean, yeah, that's weird. But, but Wisconsin beat Purdue, but Minnesota lost. I mean, you can yeah. do this. It's it's close. I you could make a case. So to me, those teams are two and three in some order. And if, well, if Minnesota, Morgan, Iowa, Purdue, and Wisconsin are all, all three and three in the conference. So yeah, they're, they're, it's a big mush. Kind of they're wash. all very comparable. Yeah. yeah, they're very comparable to each other. If Minnesota has Tanner Morgan as their quarterback, I put them as number three behind Wisconsin. Okay. Um, I'll Minnesota agree. I'll agree guy, to that. If they have this other guy who's capable of occasionally making downfield passes and avoiding stupid mistakes, then I put Minnesota at number two. Um, if Ibrahim's gone, then Minnesota goes down to five or six. I mean, like. I, I want no part of this Minnesota team without Muhammad Ibrahim at all. Um, 
he is clearly the big difference maker. I mean, he is the guy. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I'll, you've convinced me I'll put Minnesota at two and then Wisconsin at three. Um, Iowa at four, drop Purdue to five. Nebraska is kind of a bad but somewhat feisty team, and then Northwestern is just utter trash. Yeah, so. okay. I agree. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll agree to that. I'll co-sign that. So, all right. We've got, so sad. I mean, well, not sadly, really. The Fighting Illini, the team I picked, lost. So I'll be having to sing their fight song. They have two. We'll get to that. But who who do you have for your pick? Uh, I, we were talking a little early. I don't think I've picked the Gophers yet. And if I haven't, I will pick them this weekend. Continuing my undefeated streak in our Big Ten West. No, man, smart choice. They're playing. Or Big Ten Survivor Pool. One of the worst teams in college football. So, yeah, I mean, the Gophers better win. This would be a, a, a disaster. This would be worse than a Nebraska loss. This would be really terrible. Yeah. I, At home, I'm, too. I mean, you know. I'm going to bet against Rutgers and pick Michigan State. Because, uh, I mean, I just think Rutgers is pretty bad. They were feisty against Michigan for like two and a half quarters before the wheels just completely fell off and then Michigan just annihilated them last weekend. But, okay. Let's see if I'm singing the Michigan State fight song. Is it correct? Um, is, is Illinois still ranked? Yeah. In the top 20? Sure. Or I mean, they're 7 and 21? 2. Okay. Um, I, I think, I mean, the, the Indiana yeah, loss is bad, but that happened quite a while ago and it looks fluky. And I mean, they lost by ultimately a touchdown to Michigan State. They get some votes. I mean, okay. it wasn't a, it wasn't a, they were like 15th or something. I mean, they're getting up there. Yeah. So they had room to fall. If they lose again, they, they'll probably go down to receiving votes before being out of the uh, competition altogether. But all right. So we're all rooting for Illinois to lose to Purdue. Yeah. Rooting for the Gophers to beat the Wildcats. Iowa to beat Wisconsin. And I'm going to, you know what? I'm, I'm going to believe in the Hawkeyes. I'm going to believe it's going to happen. People are going to be jazzed. People, Iowa fans have hope for the first time in quite a while. We didn't really have hope after the Northwestern game because we just knew Northwestern was just that bad. They actually played well against a not great team, but a, a decent and okay team. So now I think, okay, maybe the offense can score 13 points against Wisconsin and get a play by the defense or special teams. If they can get to 20. That might be enough to take down this offensively challenged Badgers team. So, all right, I'm going to believe. And then we're going to set the stage for... Uh, is Mertz, st- Mertz is still playing quarterback, huh? Oh, yeah. He's still the guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Much yeah. better stats than Petrus he has for the year. 17 well, touchdowns, a- 6 picks, 1,700 yards. Yeah, I mean, he's had the advantage of, of an actual running game, and he's, he's settled in as his role as a, a solid game manager. Braylon Allen is really pretty good. I mean, he's also got pretty excellent number, 172 carries for 989 yards and 10 touchdowns. No Iverbeam numbers, but yeah, he's 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 a good running back. Uh, not, well, yeah, no, well, Iverbeam has more carries, more touchdowns, um, somewhat more yards, but you know, not as good of a yards per carry. They they get they lose some of that that volume because they give him the ball so much. But I, I'm sure you don't care about yards per he's carry. He's the game too. Do. Oh, that's well, man, that's even more nuts. That's how much they've used him. I don't know. He, I bet he, he, does he lead the nation in carries even after missing a game? I, that'd be interesting I, to find that out. That could be, yeah, because yeah, 202 carries is a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy that he has 30 more carries, but in one less game. Holy cow. 
But I'm going to believe, I'm going to believe Iowa can, can slow down Wisconsin and get a, a victory in a non-COVID year for the first time in over a decade. Because I'm starting to believe somehow this offensive line. Chase Brown leads the nation in rushes, 257. Ibrahim is, what, sixth with 202. No, man, both these dudes. But he missed yes. the game. Yeah, Ibrahim's missed. Well, but still, he's not going to get 50 carries. I mean, yeah, Chase Brown, they're just pounding it with him. Yeah, there's a lot of teams. That, I mean, this is what a lot of the big time, like, we're just going to give it to one dude, a whole bunch, and then play action off of it. Yeah, Mich- The Michigan points. guy, Blake Corum's right behind Ibrahim. Yep. Okay. And, oh, okay. Yeah. 199, so three less. 172 for Braylon Allen. 102 for the Ohio State guy. 104 for Michigan State guy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's Big Ten football, right? Uh, it, it, it is. Uh, and the only reason, I mean, Caleb Johnson had a ton of carries this game, but it, 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 he's not really in the running. But okay, but well, that's, that's one thing. Ferentz's offense—they ha- haven't had that running back that just hand off. Pound the ball, running back, and since Sean Green, really, but even no. Sean Green was—I don't remember him being like a three-down back where it was just he, he, he was. break long runs. But okay, well, in 2008 he was. I mean, won the Doak Walker Award, and he he did everything. He could do short yardage, he could break off big ones, he could run over people, he could spin and get around. I mean, he was incredible that 2008 year. Uh, yeah, Goodson was explosive, but just never. Got consistently got space to move and just he never to like took drives over where it was just like he's just hand the ball That's off true. he's taking the drive over. That's true and he he took more negative plays. I mean yeah. Caleb Johnson has ability to like more than more than once this year he gets hit in the backfield and he somehow finds a way to turn you know negative two play into a three yard gain which is not a lot sexy. of big running backs in Iowa recently. Maybe that's what's why are they recruiting these shifty small guys? Because even Johnson's a small guy, right? He's got speed. Uh, He's he's got speed. He's really solid. He's a lot thicker than Goodson, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Akron Wadley was great, but he was more of a yeah. He wasn't like a, a quote unquote power back. He was a very just fast, explosive little guy. Um, you have to go back to like Jordan Kanziri. Not, he's not massive, but he, that was also another like thick dude. But yeah, I don't know. There haven't been too many recently. Lashawn Daniels maybe. He was pretty. He was a real big guy too. Um. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm excited, as excited as I've been about a running back for Iowa. He's, I mean, I was hyped on Tyler Goodson correctly, but, I mean, Caleb Johnson. He's like sure. super-duper fun. I'm getting pumped. So, so, are right. your vocal cords warmed up? Are you, you ready to sing? Oh, or? yeah. Yeah, let's you got, do it. You got it? All right. I mean, let me, well, I got to pull up the lyrics. I, sadly, I don't have the lyrics, too. Now, uh, Wisconsin has – or not Wisconsin, excuse me, Illinois. Illinois has two fight songs. Um, one of them's called Illinois Loyalty, but it seemed boring. They also have another one called Oski Wow Wow, so <laughs> which was written in 1910 by two students, Harold Vodder Hill and uh, Howard Ruggles Green, and they're credited with the lyrics. And I, I guess it's stuck. This is the one that apparently is more rousing. Um, it's so silly, but that's what I'm gonna do. I don't even know the tune, so bear with me. Are we ready? We're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Old Princeton yells her tiger. Wisconsin, her varsity, and they give the same old rah 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 at each university. But the yell that always thrills me and fills my heart with joy is the good old Oski wow wow that they yell at Illinois. Oski wow wow Illinois, all eyes are all on you. Oski wow wow Illinois, 
Wave your orange and your blue, rah, rah. When the team trots out before you, every man stand up and yell. Back the team and give the Minnesota Gophers, Oski, wow, wow, Illinois. Teddy Roosevelt may be famous. Another verse. His name you <laughs> often hear. But it's heroes on the football field. Each college man holds dear. We think with pride of Roberts, Artie Hall, and Heavy, too. Oski, wow, wow, for the wearers of the orange and the blue. Oski, wow, wow, Illinois. All eyes are all on you. Oski, wow, wow, Illinois. Wave your orange and your blue. Rah, rah, when the team drops out before you. Every man stand up and yell back the team and give the gophers hell. Oski, wow, wow, Illinois. All right. If you're an Illinois fan, I'm sorry. Great job. I love that they have a shout-out to Wisconsin in their fight song. Like, I wondered if you threw that in there. It was like, what the fuck? No, no, Minnesota is the only thing I had some, some liberty okay. there. It says, back the team and give opponent's name. It changes based on who they're playing, and I decided to take a dig at it. But uh, it's like referencing Princeton. It referenced Wisconsin and like Weird. other universities, but they're like, but the one I love, Wisconsin's got a cheer, and so does Princeton, but the one that I love is it's like, what a weird choice. I referenced the Teddy Roosevelt, but uh, anyway. All right. Go Hawks. Go Gophers. Go Boilers. Boiler up. Thanks for listening. Uh, rate and review and subscribe and all that stuff. You know, we're gone. Thanks for last week. Yeah. Thank you.